0: And
1: then. All
2: right, welcome. It is now 7.33. We're going to kick things off. Um, and Abby is going to uh, go over our Zoom protocol.
3: Yes, thank you, Daniel. Uh, good evening, everyone. I have a few housekeeping items for the Zoom meeting. Um, this meeting is being recorded and broadcast on the City YouTube channel. Please remember to mute yourself during the meeting when you are not speaking. The chat function for this meeting is disabled. All chats will go directly to me. Unless you are participating during the meeting, please turn off your video. This allows the active meeting participants to be seen on the screen. You will still be able to hear the meeting. When you are participating, please turn your video on. If you have any trouble, you can send me a chat. The city reserves the right to mute people or turn individual videos off to minimize distractions during the meeting. Please remember to state your name each time you speak for the benefit of those participating remotely. And now I'll turn the meeting back over to Daniel.
2: Great, thank you, Abby. Uh, I am Abby Smith, Chair of the Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission. I want to apologize in advance because I'm very sleepy. So if you see me yawning and stuff, um, that's why we have a long agenda. I I usually promise that it's going to be short and this time I make no promises, um, but I will kick things off by calling a roll. Marlo, Denise. Here. I I saw a wave on on Zoom. Uh, Mary.
4: here. Can you see me? Dina. Present. Marciana? Present.
2: Rebecca. <coughs> um Jill. Here.
5: Jill but
0: here. Uh,
2: sorry. Uh Tim. Present. And Jordan is is not present. Um and we actually received word that she's gonna be resigning from her position. Uh, with the Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission, she's unfortunate. She's she's been absent a little bit recently, um, but still still sad to hear that. Um, so uh, our first order of business tonight will be approving the minutes, um, both the September minutes and the Fall Retreat minutes. Um, I don't know if anybody's had time to go over those or has any concerns, but at this time, I would entertain motions to uh, to to uh, approve, um, starting with the September minutes
6: make a motion to approve the September minutes as
2: written. All right, thank you Tim. Tim. Yeah, thanks Tim. Uh, can I get a second?
4: I second. This is Dina. I'll a second.
2: All right, great. Um, all, uh, we don't roll call for minutes, right? Um, I would.
3: I'd,
2: oh, you would? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think, I think you're right. Marlo, uh, Denise?
3: Yes. Yes, I think your mic is is um, quiet, Denise, and I'm not sure what the issue is. Yeah, I it's unmuted. I can hear her fine. Is it on, is it something that I'm doing, Kurt? I'm sorry. What is it that I need to do?
0: Please hold for technical difficulties.
7: Did the volume turned up? It's an 80. Yes. I can
8: hear on the headphones. Would it be the same as systems?
0: No. Oh, it's
2: always one of these things. Okay, here we go.
4: Hey,
0: Denise.
4: Okay, thank you. Oh, perfect. That's okay, much yeah, better. Yeah,
2: we can hear you perfectly now. Uh, so, so uh, Denise, uh, uh, you voted in favor of approving the minutes? Yes,
4: correct? I did. Thanks.
2: All right, great. Thank you, Denise. Uh, Mary? Approve. Dina? Approve. Marciana?
6: Approve.
2: Jill? Approve. And Tim? Approve. All right, great. Fantastic. Thank you all. And then up next, we'll be uh, looking to uh, approve those fall retreatments. Can I get a motion to approve?
9: I move to approve.
2: All right, thank you, Denise. Can I get a second? I'll second. Thank you, Mary. Uh And we'll go through roll we'll call once more. Marlo. Approve. Denise. Yes. Mary. Yes. Adina. Approve. Marciana.
4: Approve.
2: Jill. Approve. And Tim. Approve. And then I will also approve. Um, and that takes us through our approval of the minutes. Up next, we have our public comment section. I know originally we were going to have a public comment. I don't know if we still do. So if anybody's here in person or online, raise your hand or click a, a Zoom reaction. It's for
6: later for the thing. It's on the agenda already.
2: OK, yeah, on the, on the agenda. Um, all right, S- seeing and hearing nobody for public comment. We will keep on zooming through this agenda move right on to new business, beginning with the review of a mural proposal for the People's Market Program submitted by Connie, who I see on Zoom. Um, and hopefully everybody has had a chance to look over that proposal. Mm-hmm. I certainly have. Um, so at this time, Connie, I don't know if, if you would want to speak a little bit about the proposal. Um, and I don't know if anybody has any questions or, or concerns about that proposal.
9: This is Denise. I have some concerns.
2: Um, Connie, were you wanting to, to present about the proposal first or, or should the should committee? Um,
10: yeah, I'll present first and maybe we can do the questions later. Maybe okay. they'll answer some of the questions as I present. Okay. Um, is Mr okay if
3: I share my screen? Yeah, go for it. I will stop sharing. Okay, thank you.
0: One second. My wife is a little bit slow. <laughs> okay.
10: Going, go maybe I'll go ahead and introduce myself first. Um, My name is Connie Fiedela Fitzpatrick. I am wearing two hats. I am a county staff, a Douglas County uh, Food System Specialist. So I staff the Douglas County Food Policy Council. Um, And before I begin, I want to thank very much uh, Abby and everyone for adding um, this item to the agenda. I truly appreciate um, your time. So I'll be as brief as I can. Okay, so the um, and I am also the program manager for the People's Market program. Um, as you can see, it is a pilot program from the Kansas Creative Art Industry Commission, to um, which is inspired by a report that was done by the Douglas County Food Policy Council um, that highlights the multicultural grocery stores in Lawrence, Kansas, and. Um, Today, we're going to particularly look at the FMAR Asian market mural proposal. In November, I will will be presenting on the rest of the markets. So this program is a three piece program. One uh, with the partnership of the small business, um, the Kansas Small Business um, Development Center, uh, the Kansas Healthy Food Initiative, the county, and also um, Mr. Ferris from the city of Lawrence. We hosted an ethnic retail convening to gather all these um, retailers in a small um, economic development convening. Um, We are also working on creating um, cooking demonstrations via video. And the last section of the project is for public arts to be installed at each of these locations. So this um, mural is uh, to be installed at FMart, which is located on uh, 6th and Colorado. It's the Asian market that is largely, um, uh, it is a pretty large market. It does have milk and eggs and um, regular staples as well as multicultural staples. Um we are having uh we are using uh Nova Color high quality paint and varnish. Um we have been in communications with the Pinckney neighborhood um since the beginning of the year, so a little bit before March of this year. Uh we hope to install this month if approved. Um the agreements are all done with the Kansas Creative Art Industry Commission and the copyright will be um, remain to Amy Mauro, the artist who is actually third generation uh, Laurencian, but also is uh, ethnic to connect that ethnically to this retailer. The only text that is located in the mural is LFK. And this is the uh, market. And this is the proposed. Version of the finished mural so Emmy has collected stories by interviewing uh, customers and neighbors around F Mart and also we have presented this to the picnic neighborhood. So these are folks favorite foods. Um, it has a little bit of KU in there, uh, boba, of course, rice and other dishes that are culturally specific to Asian cultures. Emmy um, is working with her sister uh, to install the mural. Emmy uh, uh, has done a lot of design work and does professional work, including uh, working for some design brands such as Target. Oh, I accidentally have. It's supposed to be Juna. Sorry, I accidentally put two of Emmy. My apologies for that. Uh, this is Emmy's work.
0: very modern
10: and um colorful very food inspired by her heritage has done some food a lot of food work and uh this is a letter from the pinckney neighborhood association uh in support of the work um and i also added I apologize today, the uh, store owner's approval of the final mural design. Oh, thank you. I will be happy to answer any questions now.
2: All right, great, thank you, Connie. Uh, Denise, I believe you did have a question or a concern, so I'll I'll let you go ahead and kick things off and then we'll see if anybody else has anything they they wanna contribute.
9: Okay, thank you. Um, I do have a list that I created um, that the, Mural application doesn't really quite meet the minimum submission requirement for a mural. Um, So that form
3: Connie, would you mind muting your mic? I'm so sorry. You're fine. All right. Let's try this again, Denise. Okay. Um, there, are t-
9: there are two forms for um, submitting information about a mural. And there, the first one is general overview, but there's a second one that says the minimum submission requirements are need to be listed. And there are a couple of things that need to be listed, listed, such as the historical cultural context of the site and of the neighborhood, the artist's biography. And I had also listed with the agreement, but I see that's now been satisfied. The other issue that I had was that the timeline did not seem to be feasible in terms of completion of the mural. I think it was going to take more than one to two days to complete that mural. That's a fairly large space to cover with all of those, uh, with the imagery and the background. I'm concerned about the timeline. I mean, I like, I love the vastness of that mural and I love where it's going to be located. And I love the idea. But these other issues need to be addressed, especially the historical cultural context, you know, how does this fit in with the neighborhood? Because, because (laughs)
2: it smith connie uh in, in the proposal it says there's that one to two day uh time frame but could you maybe give some input as far as i mean how many people are going to be doing it is emmy going to be doing it um by yeah. themselves or, or with just with their their, their sibling or or is, is there more of a, a team yeah
10: it's it's seven people crew so we we're in a timeline and um i'm also going to be hands-on working with them and two days is the goal i mean Yes, um, so I think we can do it. <laughs> yeah, my name is Denise. Um,
9: I would like to see that timeline to be honest and have more specificity about the participants. And I would also like to see the artist's bio and the- attention to the historical cultural
10: context
9: that is the Pickney neighborhood and how this will fit in.
10: Yes, uh, I believe the historical context is addressed with the pygmy letter, and I believe Sean was to be in attendance to talk about that too, but I'm not sure why uh, he's not here right now. Um, Sean is yeah. here. Sean, can <laughs> I say something first? Can you help us out?
0: Yes. Is this <laughs> mic on right here? Um, no. No, okay, I can go somewhere. It is now. It is now. Okay.
6: Thank you. My name is Shane Hyman, the president of the Pinckney Neighborhood Association. Um, Connie came to present us at our March meeting, um, and it was overwhelmingly uh, unanimous that uh, we accept this proposal as part of our neighborhood association and as part of the community. Um, we do see that it is in context with our community in our neighborhood because the market is in the Pinckney neighborhood. So even if it was there five years, ten years, that's still part of our neighborhood, and so we felt like it was more. Than, um, we in fact, we were thrilled that this uh piece was going to go in our neighborhood, so uh, definitely have the full backing, of course. It's in our letter as well that um, it was unanimous uh, who was in attendance at that March meeting.
9: Hi, this is Denise, and I appreciate that information, however, in terms of that application. It doesn't. It needs to be in the application agreement. Of the neighborhood is different than addressing the historical cultural context of the neighborhood.
5: This is Marla. Daniel. Is that something that Connie could reflect upon the statements in the letter and just make that addendum?
2: Daniel B. Smith. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how much uh, input everyone else wants to have. I'd like to personally uh, say that I think the mural design is fantastic i also love f mart i feel like it's a real good fit um but i do think that we could you know considering the timeline is an issue and that you know the weather could impact the ability to um to get the mural done i i think it would certainly make, make sense that we could um give give our uh, approval tonight uh requisite on connie adding so a, a little bit more contextual information about the history of the site and some of the a little bit more on that and then also outlining the full uh, number of people who are going to be involved just to make the feasibility seem seem um, a little bit more specific but I I would personally be in favor of um, of us approving it um conditionally uh with the, with those updates um, being being amended and then and then probably sent back to us but um but not not making them wait another month. For, for us to uh, go through the process.
4: I'd like to add something also. This is Dina Amont and um I agree with Denise's points that it's important for us to to the requirements of the application process. Um, I will say also that Emmy was one of my students at Lawrence High School, uh, I'm going to guess approximately 10 years ago. And um, she was an amazing, wonderful student back then. I've kind of followed her. her, um, Didn't realize that she was doing this proposal um, just now, but I've kind of followed her throughout the years. Um, She is very committed to um, uh, um, doing artwork that um, fosters and advances her own Japanese American heritage. And this is one example of that. And I know that we have heard proposals about the, um, the, uh, art going into the different ethnic markets in the neighborhood. And I think in, as a general, in a general way, we kind of approved that concept before. So I would say that, um, although I, um, I do agree that perhaps there are some parts of the Um, the proposal form that uh, maybe need to be um, uh, added to a little bit more um, that in and I would definitely support going forward with it um, because I know her work ethic I know her artwork for so many years and I think it's a, a great proposal and the neighborhood is in support of the proposal, and in general, we supported it in terms of getting the artwork on the on the ethnic um, markets in the in the community. So, I would be in favor of going ahead and improving it as well.
2: D.O.B. Smith. Uh, well, unless anybody else has, has any other um, you know points they'd like to make. Um, I think um, I could entertain, oh Tim, Tim. I yeah, I go just ahead have a couple of quick questions. You know the last um, mural proposal that we
6: looked at that we we declined, there was discussion about the sign ordinance. And I I don't understand the interplay with murals and the sign ordinance, but it, it, if it was going to apply to that particular project, Does it also apply to this project? And are there traps that need to be run through the sign ordinance process? I mean, A, I I really don't know the answer. I'm just a dumb question. I I don't know. Um, But I also have to agree that the timeline um, seems completely untenable. And and that can be fixed easily enough, right? But um, I, I just don't see that there's any way that seven people can do that in in two days. I mean, I think it'll take a day just to, to, to map it out. So I, you know, I think I, I understand the need to want to hurry to do it and I'm in favor of it. I just want to say I'm in favor, but I kind of like to make sure – I don't want us to get into the habit of ignoring requirements mm. in the program because once you ignore an application requirement in the program, then it becomes more difficult on subsequent applications to say, hey, you need to follow the requirements of the program, right? So I agree. I think, that, I think the application needs to be bolstered a bit. Um, I'd kind of like to know if we have issues with sign ordinance and I I'd like to see some revision on that timeline because I I I just don't think they can do it in that that time frame even if they're superheroes. Connie,
5: if you were not to finish it in one to two days, what is the plan B? Uh,
10: Finish it as soon as we can. We hope to be done this month for sure. Um. Yes, I know I'm not a superhero, but I have definitely finished a mural about the same size in a weekend.
7: Um, this is Mary. I think the last time to, to piggyback on your question, Tim, the last time we were talking about the sign ordinance, it was because there, were, there was language in the, in the mural presentation. And I don't know if LFK it's is enough is and again that's a sign that I don't know I don't know where
8: we would stand with that good question though Mm -hmm. you could have a motion when you get there that is as long as it's contingent with the sign ordinance and staff can follow up make (laughs) sure that it meets your requirements
2: do Smith, i'll admit that i'm also not an expert in the sign ordinance but i do recall last time it came up i think i think it had something to do with the size of the letters that were involved um but but yeah in the same way that we can we can vote to approve tonight contingent on on um connie uh bolstering timeline staffing uh and context the contextual uh parts of the application we can also we can also include a I'll, you know, I mentioned that it, if if the city finds an issue with this, as far as the sign ordinance, that, that would also be something worth considering. And going forward, it would make sense for us to become a little bit better versed in that. Maybe we'll have a special guest one of these months when we don't have so much on our plate to, uh, to educate us. Um,
3: That's a great idea, Daniel. And I can do the research behind this and, and get it out to you guys as soon as
2: possible.
5: Ms. Marlo, I just wanted to echo how wonderful I think this project is. It kind of gives me a happy feeling, like when I see that Van Gogh mural that celebrates restaurant workers. It has something that celebrates our ethnic markets, which are so important to the community. It ties in art and health and all these wonderful confluences. I think it really celebrates Florence and it's an excellent addition to the community.
2: Smith yeah I agree I I really really appreciate this specific design and I also appreciate Connie coming previously to talk about the entire project can' not remember specifically when that was but Dina sort of alluded to the fact that this is not the first time we've heard about this so I'm happy to see it going forward um so I have nothing else to add uh if anybody else has any questions or concerns um go ahead and if not I, I think um with with the specific uh contingencies that, that we've we've outlined I think we're I would be in favor of of trying to to get this this ball
0: rolling.
5: I'd make a motion to approve with those addendums, with the timeline and the um, what's the other? Sign ordinance. Yes. second.
2: second. All right, great. Thank you both. Thank you, Joe, for seconding. Um, uh, we will go ahead and do a roll call vote. Marlo, Who? Denise, yeah. yes, uh, Mary. Approve. Dina. Approve. Marciana.
0: Approve. Jill. Approve.
2: And Tim. Approve. And I will vote to approve as well, uh, which means that the, the project will be able to go forward. Uh, and Connie, if you could do us a favor of sending us the, the amended uh, proposal once you do have a little more information about the, the historical context, sort of reflecting on that letter from the Neighborhood association and the the staffing and maybe maybe give yourself another day on the timeline. We would uh, we would love to see that.
10: Okay, thank you all so much for your time and making this go forward. I appreciate all of you. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I thank you that. for being here, and thanks to to Shane who it also came came to uh, to to speak his thank his Shane. opinion.
3: And you can send that to me, Connie uh, at A Wilder. Okay, thank you, Abby.
4: I will do that.
2: Right. Shane all right d l b smith here uh next we will go on to item b in new business, which is uh revisiting um the uh the letter which we discussed at yes. the fall retreat um so I think um I'm actually not sure. Has the letter been, been shared to, to all members? Yes. So yep. what, so you, you've you potentially seen the letter? But I would give um, Mary and Marlo an opportunity to speak to it a little bit since they are the authors and then we can, we can consider whether we want to send this thing to the City Commission. Mary
5: yeah. and I worked on this um, this week and it's issues that we've been talking about for quite some time and I think our key points were to use this opportunity and timing to educate the city commission on some of the historical things that have happened with our funding throughout the years. In 2019, our funding changed from the general fund to the TGT fund. And as we all know, there was a global pandemic um, that, you know, made that funding source really problematic because it fluctuated. And we identified that problem before it came, before we knew of a pandemic was coming. We didn't think that was our mission as a uh, organization, we are here to celebrate and to serve the residents of Lawrence, not bring visitors here. So we thought that TGT didn't match match our mission goals. So the general fund seems like that is something the city embraces year after year. And so we wanted to be put back into that goal or to that uh, pot of money. Uh, we also felt that Um, We are at a dearth of not having a director position anymore. That was something that was founded in 2014. Um, We value that role, and we feel like we are on the same uh, standing as sustainability, which has a director level position. And we feel like not having that knowledge base, which has not only arts administration as an experience level, but just connections outside outside of Lawrence and in the national scene, the national trends in the arts was really important. Um, So those were kind of our key things. We also recognize that we have lost three years of funding because of this pandemic uh, and partial due to the, you know, TGT funding, but I think there was also just some lag time that was not great for for us and for the community of Lawrence, and we would love to make that up. We have three years lost. I kind of did a little bit of research for similar sized communities that received municipal funding. I couldn't find a single city that paused for three. years people paused for one year during the pandemic and then came back the following year. And the fact that we've lost three years of our community arts grants and the Phoenix Awards and had a very reduced outdoor sculpture exhibition is inexcusable. So we wanted to create this letter to, you know, bring new people, we have new commission members now in this room and um, on the city commission bring them up to feed on um, the status of where we are and some ideas for how we might make up some lost ground. Mary, did you have anything to add to that?
7: I think you
2: summarized it beautifully.
5: Debbie
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Smith. Well, I, I read the letter um, and I, well, first of all, I think it's very well written, but also I really approve of the way it's structured. I know that this letter is discussing the TGT funding and as well as the um, other issues including the the desire to have a, a full-time staff position um but i think it does a good job of not making those things uh intertwined to the point where it's all or nothing i think it really it, it it's broken down so that it's like you know this and then this and then this so um the city commission could potentially consider moving forward on on one of those things and then some of the other ones can be further down the road i think Personally, I think the full-time director position is is more likely to take a bit more time than potentially some of the other things, which I, I really appreciated. So, so that's, that's 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 my opinion. I don't know if anybody else has, has any other uh, uh, opinions, but but I'm personally happy to to put my my name on it.
0: I think it's well done. Thank you, both of you. I
4: agree, Tina Amont. I think it's well done as well. Thank
0: you.
2: B. Smith. Well, hearing no no further discussion, um, as I said, I'm more than happy to see this um, sent over to the city commission. I'm more than happy to have have my name on it. Um, so uh, I, at this point, I'll be entertaining a motion to uh, to to do just that.
6: This is Tim. I move um, that we proceed uh, with submission of the letter um, to the city commission about funding and and. Um, Oversight issues and uh, to authorize Daniel to sign that
4: letter. And this is Dina Amont. I second
2: that. Uh, Toby Smith, thank you both. Um, to be clear, I think we'd all technically be signing. It's not, it's not just, just me, but, but yeah. On behalf
6: of the organization. Right.
2: Um, so at this point, I will go ahead and do a roll call vote, uh, starting with Marlo. Uh, Denise? Yes. Mary? Approve. Dina?
7: approve Marciana Approved.
2: uh Jill had to step out um uh Tim approve and finally myself I shall approve um and, and so it passes and uh, we'll we'll go on to our friends uh, on the city commission and that we discuss potentially following up that submission with with potentially presenting and having some conversations so there will be more on this um but I think we're at a really good place I think the letter is a really good start to try and try and lobby for ourselves a little bit um
5: up. Marlo, Abby, what is the process like do we know how we would submit this you know we mentioned signing like what is the what how do we do that?
3: as I'm new to this role I will research this and and get back to you with a concrete uh example of the process um and potentially working with with Porter um to to guide me in that but I'm assuming it would be a step-by-step process of you know, this is drafting. And then we would probably do another formal um, version of this where everyone can look over it and like approve it. And then we sign and then, um, and that's the part that I'll, I'll need to check on. Well, oh, this is,
7: this is Mary, since we've already voted to mm-hmm. approve it mm-hmm. and given Daniel the approval to sign it, I would think mm-hmm. it would be sufficient for him to sign on behalf of the commission and just move it forward rather than Bouncing
3: backwards
8: and forwards yeah, sure. again.
3: Sure. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and and so I'll check on that on the on the step of getting it. to...
8: you getting Jill's vote so that way you can say it was unanimous? It, it's it's just a little thing. Sure. Yeah.
2: Yes. DMV Smith. Yeah. I, um, I mean, we have some some other members who aren't aren't here. Um, we could potentially we could potentially try and get a fo- some follow up input from from um, Rebecca and and Jill but but i I do think um I think unless unless they have objections um i I don't I don't see a need to consider this a, a draft I think this I think the, sometimes the first draft is can be the final draft
8: yeah
2: um so we'll touch base with Rebecca and Jill um who unfortunately had to leave because they weren't feeling well um and then and then try and get this moving along uh quickly because that's, that's how we always do things um, mm-hmm. And I would think too,
8: possibly it would be a city manager's report because it really wouldn't be a consent because I think the commission would want to talk about it and I'm not sure it would be a work session city commission item. So I think it was on the city manager's report, we have a letter from LCAC, then that could be the discussion for the city commission and Porter. Porter's probably gonna be, sure you to them, and Sherry Readiman are probably gonna be a little better and maybe even the city manager on how he wants to do mm-hmm. with that with the city commission.
3: So. Yeah, and and like you were saying during the fall retreat, you know, this is something that you've done before. And so I'll probably just tap Porter's shoulder and, and ask for a walkthrough of how that went um, and, and try to recreate that as best as I can.
2: Jamie mm-hmm. Smith, so the, the next item we have on our agenda under new business is actually, um, revisiting the the uh potential recommendation to the city to hire a full-time staff. Um that is included in the the letter. Mm-hmm. Um so I think we can go ahead and, and, and move on. Feel free to yell at me if for some reason you want to you want to talk about it more. Uh the uh, the Next item is revisiting the budget, which was one of the things we discussed at length of the staff retreat. Um, and I assume that it's behind me. Yes, it is. It's on the screen. So um, I know during the retreat, we looked at the budget and we wanted to try and get some updates on how much was left in the different different program areas. Uh, and I don't have an answer to that question, but maybe somebody else does.
3: Yeah, I uh, I asked Porter on um, the questions that we r- rose during the retreat, which is, um you know, how much of the budget is left? How much do we still have to work with? Um, And how do we go about rolling over those funds from 2022 to, you know, our 2023 budget? And and how does, you know, what does that look like? Um, And Porter said the answer, you know, to how much of it it, do we still have And He said, it's basically all of it. Um, We used about $500 of outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition slash TGT funds to help with the arts plus culture plus downtown, plus crossing uh, program. And because the funds were slow to recover in the beginning of 2020 and TGT funds were not yet available, we held on to most of it, um, implementing the community uh, arts grant program, uh, the ODSE and the Phoenix Awards, um, which were delayed by the transition process. he also says all of the LCAC funds are derived from the transient guest tax fund, um, and the TGT fund is supported by the hotel occupancy tax. Um, and during COVID, the fund was uh, decimated but has been recovering well, mostly in 2022. Um, additionally, budgeted funds from, TGT, from the TGT fund cannot be spent unless the money is actually going in the fund. And reporting is always one quarter behind because we don't receive funds until after they go through the state system. Um... During the pandemic, we canceled LCAC programs due to lack of funds. In 2021, we were able to implement a reduced version of the Outdoor Downtown Sculpture Exhibition program, which coincided with the Kansas Creative Arts Industries um, Arts Plus Culture Plus Crossing grant uh, slash program that we received. Um, and while and uh, his suggested plans in 2023, well, funds are currently available for these programs now because they have to be spent in the calendar year and time is limited. I recommend, Porter, recommend to the LCAC in July or August that they should ask staff to submit a budget adjustment request to finance to roll TTG funds from the LCAC program to 2023. Okay, and that's that would be my submitting the request. Um, and then his answer to how, how do we go about rolling over those funds? Um, he gave me the contact information, um, on that. Um, and, and I just go and ask my questions there and I can absolutely go do that. Um, and unless we make a significant change to our budget, um, we don't need to announce any restructuring of the budget. We basically have the power in terms of, of the categories that we have, um, uh, in, in this budget. Um, and we'll need to determine whether or not we consider a major change, you know, major enough to be announced um, on a case-by-case basis. Um, and if there was a significant reallocation, like if we were to scrap an entire program and allocate all of that funding to something else, we may need to go to the City Commission for approval. Um, but if it's just adjusting within categories, um, we we basically have the power to do that. And if we have questions on that, I can go and ask the right people.
5: I mean, when do you ask for the extension? Yeah, July. July.
8: Yeah, it's in July. So, we yeah. To, we should still be able to do that. I guess mm-hmm. for the city commission, we give with Jeremy, and it's a budget adjustment. It gets mm-hmm. presented to the city commission, this is why. So we do budget adjustments accordingly, although we are running out of shopping dates being October 12th. Right.
5: Mm-hmm.
8: That was my yeah. question. Uh-huh. Can we get these funds so we
7: can start doing our programming? Yeah. I think we can. Okay. So it looks to me... <laughs> this is Mary um it looks to me like if we've spent five hundred dollars out of forty nine thousand dollars and we're retaining three thousand dollars for the Phoenix award that would give us about forty five thousand five hundred dollars that I suggest we reallocate into community arts grants I
3: agree with them okay I can start communicating. So that may be
8: able to be done internally since so that's from your budget, instead of taking from oh. a different area. So yeah, I, I think you're right. That name, I did not mm-hmm. go anywhere. It's
5: just the most effective way of getting money out to artists and artists mm-hmm. yep. So
7: mm-hmm. it just makes total sense to me. Okay. That's out of this year's budget, right. not next year's sure. budget, that's right. this year's budget. Yeah,
3: I can start communicating with um, finance on that tomorrow.
2: Smith. So the only question mark I have is is about the outdoor outdoor sculpture exhibition. I know that Porter said that we took out five hundred dollars for the Arts Plus Culture Crossing um, that program, but I feel like oh, some of the this funding actually did go to the outdoor sculpture exhibition. I can't, run off the top of my head, remember what that number would have been.
5: Was it this year, was it the maybe this year? But it's a so previous
2: year? That is a fantastic question. There were only yeah. That was the previous year. Yes.
5: yes. But that's my mm-hmm. recollection.
2: I mean, I'm terrible at remembering specific chronology. And there were only three bad. pieces that mm-hmm. year, down from nine.
7: So yeah. that budget was ripped.
5: And no audience were no reception. don't you know, any of those for those. And those pieces were great. That would be wonderful to, I don't know, I think they're still there, just to celebrate them in some way um, with this
3: next group, too. Okay. Just so that I'm clear on exactly um what I'm requesting, we wanna Alec, we want to um take all of the funds from this year, the remainder of of our budget, which is the f-
7: I'm not gonna We want to retain yeah, the thousand mm-hmm. for the Phoenix Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless we wanna put more money into the into the mm-hmm. so this is this would be our artist year for the Phoenix Awards. So This could be an opportunity to put more money in there if we want, Um, but anything that we don't put in there, I think we should put into the um, community arts grants.
5: Do we have to decide that now we wanted to put more money in Phoenix Awards or that could be fluid? We said, oh, you know what? We could really use an extra thousand for these RPCs.
3: What I can do is I can request the remainder of our 2020 budget be rolled over to 2023. And uh, I think the nuance of where we allocate what can be internal. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate your patience with me on this. This is a learning curve for me for sure.
2: DeNobie you know, Smith, yeah, as as we discussed at the at the retreat, if we roll over the, the re- remaining amount, um, we should be able to reallocate it between those programs as we see fit in the new year. Um, so this sounds great. I think, um, you know, I don't think this is something we need to vote on necessarily. Let me know if you think. Have a different different opinion but i i think that um we can have a goal of between now and our next meeting confirming the the rollover confirming the amount confirming the rollover getting that process started so that we can uh, we can make sure those funds are, are available for us in the new year All right, hearing hearing no complaints, um, I will move on to the next agenda item, which is um, discussing our subcommittees, which I think also might coincide with potentially looking at our our uh, our calendar, our beautiful colorful calendar.
3: Yes, I'm going to scroll way up to the agenda as we have the breakdown of the subcommittees, and I will share my screen momentarily. Hmm. All right, so right here, um, number five is where we're at with the subcommittees. And I was going to invite Rebecca to join a subcommittee, although she is not here. Um, Please let me know. This is what I have written down from our, uh, when we went around during the retreat. Um, If you see your name, that's somewhere where it's not supposed to be, please let me know. Um, So we will just take a minute or two to look look over that. Can anyone, can everyone see that? Okay.
0: I'm so sorry, Denise, you're
3: you're muted. (laughs) You're fine.
9: Sorry. Um, This is Denise. I have a question about the public art
3: ODSE. Mm -hmm. So can you give me some details about that? So uh, at the retreat, we basically decided that we wanted to stick with these three um, subcommittees. And the public art one was sort of... uh, encompassing mural applications as well as outdoor downtown sculpture um exhibit those were the two main things in that but I can I can see if something else comes up you know in in the realm of public art that could also be something that you guys discuss um but it was my understanding it's it's mostly you know needs of m- mural applications or and uh, the
2: ODSE.
9: how does the TGT tax committee?
2: Fit in. Sure. Smith. So that might be a question that is a little bit confusing. Uh so the TGT uh committee that which you, you are our, our representative on that right. committee is, is technically like a, a separate is it a it, separate uh okay. body that, that yeah, you are you're representing us on that body, but it's not it's not within the, the function of the cultural arts commission. Okay um dmv smith we we do also i'd like to say i appreciate you representing us in that capacity
9: sure um are we supposed to be on two different committees then or are there enough members to divvy up across the different committee subcommittees that is
3: yeah, there's no requirement. We had kind of dis- discussed at the retreat, you know, th- at least 3 members per committee um would be okay. best. Um we had several people sign up for two. I don't I mean, unless you all decide that you you would like to put requirements on that, I don't think it's
9: okay. All right, just wanted to check. <laughs>
2: D.L.B. Smith. So, if if nobody is seeing any subcommittee assignments that they that they disagree with or they don't don't recall, um, I think this is what we're going to go with. Uh, I do think we should um, try and touch base with Rebecca and, and see if she wants to be on any of these subcommittees. But um, at this point, it seems like we'll, we'll roll with these going forward. Um, and so, I think the the most prudent thing for us to do is to just look at all three of these program areas, the subcommittees. Um, are, are related to, and then see if there are pressing issues that would necessitate us um, uh, uh, scheduling some subcommittee meetings. I know that we had talked about wanting the subcommittees to meet at least once a quarter. Um, so maybe we can try and figure out uh, for each of these subcommittees approximately when would be best for them to meet in the, the in this quarter. Um, My
5: suggestion, Marla, would be to have the meet for the retreat. That way, there
2: can be a little bit of an update in January where things are. Each one. Jamie Smith. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think that if each of the subcommittees can meet at some point between now and, and the January retreat, that would be great. Um, some of them might might meet with more urgency. It really depends on just how those programs um, are are progressing. So I do think this is really the time in the. Um, the agenda as well when we can look over the calendar and and start talking about how these all these programs are going to start rolling out um at the retreat we did sort of talk about each program and for each of them there's some sort of immediate action steps that we want to start taking um so if
3: i'm pulling that up and it squished it and i'm so sorry <laughs> this bothers me the way that it looks <laughs> um, so if, this is probably so hard for you to see, Denise, I'm so sorry. Um I'm gonna just gonna make it as big as I can.
9: I do have a copy from our retreat.
3: Wonderful. So I'm
9: fine. Thank you.
3: Yeah. And I can I can clarify on some of this. This is sort of a rough um you know line as to quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four.
2: Um Debbie Smith so um uh correct me if I'm wrong Abby but the um guidelines for the community arts grants are to be published the day after this meeting. Yeah. Um uh, at the, at this point in time um it would be prudent for us to decide um on the actual date for us to open the community arts grants. Yeah. Um I think it would be lovely if we could decide that in this meeting and uh, and get things get things rolling. Um That's the deadline.
7: Yeah, so this is Mary. I'm
1: confused.
7: So will we
0: have one
7: um, session or two sessions? So that the community arts grant program that we're talking about inviting people to submit for immediately, what what time period does that cover? Mm-hmm. And then what time period would next year's cover? Have sure. we decided that?
3: No, I mean, we've decided that we wanna push back the dates and like make sure everything is started as early as we can, um, but we haven't actually set dates.
7: So would would the monies from this year and the monies from next year be put into one pot and we would have one submittal period is that is that what i'm hearing i think that's something that we
3: can decide tonight for sure based on what we want to do with the budget that's sort of what logically makes sense um unless we decide to do something otherwise
2: smith yeah i think this is a situation where we get to we get to choose and so if if we're going to have the community art grants application open in the very near future and run and have the application period run until the end of the year then the individuals who would receive that those funds it could be it it could be you know since we're we're talking about having more funding for those community arts grants next year we could have a larger pool of funds to distribute um which would be sort of dependent on on how the timing works out so if the application if the application period is the next few few months, and then at the beginning of 2023 is when we are awarding those uh, grants, that, that amount could be dependent on how much rolls over. Um, so it looks
7: to me like we're talking in an ideal situation about having about $65,000 that would be available for community arts grants. So then that would also impact uh the amount we might want to look at the amount that was to be awarded because right now we're talking about a range between five thousand or between five hundred and five thousand dollars if we have sixty five thousand dollars available we might want to raise the the mm-hmm. ante on that a little bit
2: dealy yeah. smith yeah I think that makes a lot of sense um uh, I think I feel like there's no reason we couldn't make it ten or fifteen. Um just to cover our bases and make sure that uh we'll be able to assign the amount we have. So mm-hmm. um if uh since since the uh the application guidelines are gonna be posted tomorrow, um I think we could we could vote now to to uh change that um, that amount from five thousand to 15. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. The 500 to or uh, the, 15,000. The the max, yeah, the maximum. Yeah.
7: All right.
2: Um and that would be something that we we would we would want to vote on here, but before, I I feel like we should we could maybe talk things through a little bit. Um just make sure we cover all bases before before actually signing off on that change. Um well, we're not saying that would be awarded. We're saying okay. it's a
7: possibility.
0: Awesome. Right. That's
2: true. Right. Yeah. As as always, I will entertain a motion if, if somebody wants to throw it out there for us to to amend that maximum amount. Do you want to go through any other changes
5: before we do that? Is there anything else in there that was up for question?
6: Can I ask a background question? This is Tim. Mm-hmm. So when we had the original range, um, what was it, five hundred to five thousand? did we see applications span that range okay no you
7: know, because most, actually most of them are at the high end well and they are very few
6: for
5: whatever a few small ones
6: uh, yeah but more like a thousand yeah thousand mm-hmm. okay because in the TGT world it was always the maximum yeah. and so it just kind of made me wonder if maybe we ought to just think about reducing the, ma- I, I realize we don't have to award it,
0: mm-hmm. but
6: then suddenly everybody's shooting for that. And, uh, well, you have to match it and you have to, uh, you have to provide a
7: budget that okay. is perfect. That is applicable there. So a lot of the projects that come in are, are smaller projects that, you know, the entire project would be like $5,000. Okay. So
6: Okay. Thanks. That's good. I, mean, that's I just hard, Didn't have the background. Right. I mean, yeah. I
5: agree. And the one thing that I always notice is they usually get the percentage. So like the way those grants yeah. are usually awarded, somebody gets the top, you get 100, then there's 80, so then it drifts down.
6: Drifts down. Okay. Perfect. Great. And I
5: feel like the maximum amount that, that people would apply for, like, it, you know, I feel like it evened out, like people would apply for 30 and we have 30 to give away. So I feel like opening this up to a little bit larger, it gets more ambitious projects more. Yeah. So I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. idea.
7: It's
6: a, a great,
5: great idea our here Great point. To
6: this year be cool to see.
3: Thank you and I haven't included this in in our notes uh, that Daniel and I are uh, doing tonight but um uh, depending on what we approve here a press release will go out as well mm-hmm. from our office mm-hmm. about these
7: programs as they're being published tomorrow mm-hmm. um,
3: yeah you send that our way?
5: we
7: can share absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about sending out the press release tonight then what are the what's the deadline? Mm-hmm. can we decide what the deadline is going to be? That's some of the stuff that we need to nail down tonight. Um, so if we want to push things up, if we want to
3: open um, applications, you know, if I'm publishing this tomorrow, there's nothing that says we can't open tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, that will require, you know, some work on my part with Porter to figure out how that happens. It's on It's on the website. Um, and that's on me. That's oh, give, your,
7: give yourself till next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you said immediate. I mean, yeah. 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 hmm I want to give as much time as we can. Um, I guess I'll right. say as soon as it's possible, um, I'll right. get it rolling and I'll I'll let you know yeah. when it's live. But if mm-hmm. if we have
7: a greater time period, so if if we opened <laughs> if we open applications
0: even Monday the seventeenth,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then the deadline was. Like,
7: what, end of November?
5: Well, I don't know. Maybe even go
3: early December. December. November, oh,
7: December? Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so December. 17th. Give them two
3: that gives us time to push some marketing. But
7: then you're going to, if you say December 17th, that's coming up to Christmas, then we need to give this body time to review those. Mm-hmm. So if they come in the 17th, no way is anybody going to look at them until after New Year's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you saying this is? So deadline, I mean that's right? th- that's fine with me the 17th, but then realistically, we're not going to be looking at them until January. So
4: mm-hmm. this is Dina I'm not so Mary. Are you saying that maybe we should extend the deadline until? a reasonable time before our next meeting because I agree with you we're not gonna look at them until our January meeting probably so So I could probably give people a little bit extra a little bit more time even though it is the
7: holidays but I'd say the seventeenth nobody's gonna be doing them the week of Christmas
2: (laughs) so Uh, I I agree with Tim on that. DLB Smith, yeah I think December 17th sounds good, especially since in January we will be having our retreat and I think it would be nice to have it'd be nice if the the community arts grant subcommittee could could meet or look over this prior to our our retreat in January.
7: Mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful. That that's, that comes before the entire group. I think everybody votes on those because it's that it's that hugely complicated scoring matrix.
2: Yes, Danny <laughs> Smith. I, I do recall. Um, so, should we look at the and this is later in the agenda, but should we look at the, the specific dates of our our next few, few meetings, and then try and then try and make sure that the the mm-hmm. these dates for applications opening and and submissions match up well with when when we're actually meeting.
3: Sure, let me pull that up. Hi. I can read them here, but I will also just project it on the screen since I have my handy dandy agenda. So the regular meeting
0: would be the 11th. Mm-hmm. All
3: right. So we do. We have the 14th is our December meeting, and the 9th is November. Um, and we also we're hoping to pick a date for this January retreat um, tonight, if possible. <coughs> Excuse me. And that I have, we have later in the agenda, but I mean, there's nothing stopping us from doing it now if we're scheduling things out, um, whatever works. It's like the 10th or 11th or that mid. It's a, yeah, it's like the second or third weekend, whatever works best for people.
2: Do you know, you Smith, so, so looking at, at these dates, you know, the December 17th date had been thrown around. Just looking at the fact that we're meeting on December 14th, do we want to maybe just push that up a little? No. no. <laughs>
0: I like 14.
7: What? January 14th? As the deadline? For the January. Oh, he's talking about. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. He was talking about the December 14th as the deadline, and I
2: said no. Yeah, do we? Yeah, Danny Smith. Yeah, I was was wondering if we wanted the deadline to be before our December meeting, or that was.
7: No, because we wouldn't look at him.
5: Yeah. But it'd be too fast. We wouldn't look yeah. at it. Mean, yeah. I I would say we wouldn't
0: look at them till January. Yep.
3: So the fourteenth is—is that a Saturday of January, or is that a Sunday?
5: Saturday.
3: That's Saturday. a Saturday.
5: Sunday. That's better. I think we usually do them on Sunday. It's
7: pretty
1: open.
7: Okay. That's a three day weekend, though, because Martin Luther King Day is the 16th.
0: Interesting.
3: Yeah. We can always pick something ballpark. You know, if we want to suggest the 15th, then we can revisit this at our November meeting and our December meeting, um, you know, to just touch base with people as holiday plans um,
7: are getting spread up. So, are we canceling the regular meeting on the 11th of January?
3: Usually do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm just I'm just (laughs) confirming. Well, yeah, this is all of these this is helpful for me. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. We would
4: not have the regular monthly meeting on in January and do the retreat instead.
2: Yeah, that is correct.
4: So if we want to
5: stick with Sunday, do we prefer the
7: eighth or the twenty-second? Oh, we don't don't want to do the (laughs) eighth.
2: D&b Smith I I feel like um you know we, we, I think the eighth sounds fine but we also we can also uh yeah as Abby mentioned we can come back to exact timing of the next couple meetings all
7: right why don't we pencil in the eighth
2: sounds good youB Smith so having, having looked at the upcoming meetings um I, I'm wondering if anybody has any strong feelings about the potential uh October seventeenth to December seventeenth window for for applications. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think I think it seems good.
9: Remember. <laughs> um,
2: so, um,
9: Hi, Denise, I have a question. Did we finalize the date for our January retreat, or are we just waiting to do that?
3: We had put the idea of January eighth. Eighth okay. out there. We're going to touch base again on the no, sure. in the November meeting and potentially in the December meeting, um, but we'll get that nailed down and then find a location. Um, I don't think we need to nail down that until next meeting.
2: Yeah, okay. I, I feel I feel like since we're in the the program sort of section of the agenda, it'll be nice to to, to make sure we have all those things really solid before the end of the meeting, and if, if we need to come back and touch base about the. Specifics of the January retreat date. I think, I think I think it's fine to do that at the end or, or table it to, to future meetings. Um, so at, at this time, in the interest of time, uh, I'm, I'm curious. I think raising the maximum for for the community arts grants for next year makes a lot of sense. I think knowing that the guidance and a press release is going out tomorrow is is really really nice. And I think the fact that um, you know we're looking at a Potential October 17th to December 17th window for those applicants seems seems to be something we'll all, all agree with. Is there anything else that we feel like we need to um, nail down about those at this point, or um, is that our, our game plan that we can we can move forward forward on?
7: That this is Mary. That sounds good to me. For Abby's sake and the press release, you <laughs> um, might want to say that. Uh, something to the effect that decisions will be made or or award decisions will be made in late January Mm -hmm. so that people don't expect them immediately
6: after the
3: day after they smart thank you
6: (laughs) do we get all those applications at once for review or do they
7: can they you know once they're vetted we we get them all all at once, which is better to review them all at one time okay. rather than the trickle down. Mm-hmm.
3: I can give updates as they're coming in,
7: if that would be helpful. Yeah, they'll all come in the 16th. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: well,
1: well,
2: I it. <laughs> DLB Smith, so um, I, I feel like if we're, if we're if we are all agreeable on those things, so, you know, we could go ahead and, and, and vote to make that law of the land. Um, and then I also think one one last thing I think we should consider in terms of community arts grants, like circling back to the subcommittees, is whether or not the members of that subcommittee of which I am one want to try and figure out now that we know that this is the schedule for how the application process is gonna go, where in there do we feel like would be best for the subcommittee to try and try and meet up? What would the subcommittee be doing? It's a great question.
3: I <laughs>
7: Sure, absolutely. Marketing. Um... Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think in the past we've done um, like a public how to how to fill out the grant thing. So
2: yeah, that might be good. Great. Yeah, that is that is something we discussed at the um, at at the retreat. So with that in mind, then maybe. Uh, you know, considering the application window is, is uh, 1017 to 1217, maybe somewhere in in November, we could try and um, meet up and, and have it be something where we could um, give feedback on, on applicants. I would suggest really early
7: in either late October, early November, uh-huh. so that people who have not been through this process before kind of understand what it's all about and how they should go about putting a
2: project together.
5: You are talking about the open house and you were talking about the meeting, right?
2: Yeah, i be I feel like the open house and the subcommittee meeting can basically be the same, the same thing.
5: I think it might be cool for the subcommittee to meet outside of the open house to talk about like how to get the word out to people and you know, just some interesting ways to bring in new groups or communication wise. And then that can, I would say the open house afterwards.
2: I'm more than happy to 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 do that. Um, so, would you would you think the subcommittee should maybe meet, um, you know, around the time? I mean, obviously it's next Monday is when <laughs> the application opens, but sometime in the next co- couple weeks, then. Okay.
5: Maybe do the open house early November.
2: Those sound good to me. And I, I think that in the interest of time for this meeting, um, just getting a ballpark idea on when those can happen is, is good. And that the members of that subcommittee, who is uh Tim, myself, and uh, Jill and Marlo, I think I think um we can uh, we can then figure out this more specific timing. Um but I, I think that those are both those, the open house and the publicity angle make a lot of sense. Um, and I think we can try and try and hammer out the specifics of those um, at a different time. Um, so at this point, uh, I would attain uh, or entertain, wow, I'm really tired. I will entertain a motion uh, to... Uh, to, to I think we should just vote to approve the fifteen thousand dollar maximum and also the application timeframe of ten seventeen to twelve seventeen for the community arts grants. second. All right. Thank you, Marlo and Mary, uh, and I will do a roll call. I think we still have enough people to uh, to do this. But starting with starting with Marlo, uh, and then Denise, approve. And then Mary approve. And then Dina fled approve. fled the room. Okay do do you actually know? Hopefully she'll be right back. She just went
3: to the restroom. Yeah. Okay,
2: thank you. Um, Marciana
3: approve.
2: Uh, Tim approve. And I will also approve. And
0: six. That is aura. that is six. Yeah. yeah. No.
2: Um, I might ask Dina later how she feels about it. Um. Okay, great. So that is concrete, actionable steps that we're, we're taking to move forward with the community arts grants. I know that's been something with a long time coming. And I personally I look forward to meeting up with the other members sometime in the next couple of weeks to discuss publicity and then uh, late October, early November for an open house.
5: And that press release Abby, I'm just thinking to mention that, you know, to say like we're back. And yes, talk about the increased, can we mention the increased funding that we have? Are we confident that we'll have a rollover?
8: I wouldn't say
3: that (laughs) yet. I would also, I would probably not say it yet, although we have confidence. (laughs) Okay. Um,
8: We can figure that out tomorrow. Yeah,
3: you'll hear from me. Okay.
2: All right, great. So in the interest of time, let's try let's try and get through last to these uh agenda items a little bit faster. Um so uh outdoor sculpture exhibition, should we look at the, the time timeline for that? And I know that all three of these program areas have actionable steps that we want to be taking in this final quarter of 2022. Um
3: Yeah, sorry. This thing is stretched. Okay.
5: It's kind of yeah. What are
3: the best dates? So I'm actually going to scroll down here to um, our document. Um, this actually doesn't have dates
7: on it. I'm my apologies. I'm a little tired as well.
3: Fabricate. Um, okay, so he kind of has. General dates on here. December was presenting the updated call to artists. We wanted to scooch everything back, so presenting that call to artists could go out. And I've proposed again tomorrow because <laughs> we stressed as you did. We stress, I'm 29 now. <laughs> we, pre, you know, we we stressed immediacy on some of this stuff. Really wanting to to hammer this out and present everything as, hey, we're back and we're we're active and you can get involved in these ways. So. Um, you know, I, we can determine what date we want to open um, or to to publish that call to artists um, and open that application process accordingly. Um, you know, that could be Monday as well.
5: I love the convergence. I it think makes it easy to communicate. We yes. okay, yeah. have our culture, grant, um, mm-hmm. sculpture exhibition open. Come to us. We get
1: means. Mm-hmm.
3: And I can I can do a press release tomorrow, and then when we. When we open all of these applications I can I can link to I'm just verbally thinking through this, so bear with me. I kind of like the idea of uh, syncing up the press release with the actual opening because then I can link to the pages, but I need to update a few things on those pages um, Yes, and it is quite a bit to get done tomorrow.
7: yeah okay so along with that um on this sheet here mm-hmm. with the yeah. the criteria um isn't our our uh, grant from the state over the art culture crossings yeah. so all of this would be taken out that wouldn't be applicable at all okay this
3: all the way down to the bottom of the page or just yes in? okay
5: you know what I liked about that? And I wonder if we could use some of that. Mm-hmm. I love that it opened it up to some interesting exhibitions. You know, Porter talked about that quite a bit too, mm-hmm. you know, breaking down the values of what's considered mm-hmm. after public sculpture. Mm-hmm. You know, could it be a performance? Could it be something? You well, know, do we want to open we have it up have to
7: rearrange bit? everything because then you're not talking, I mean, the way it's set up right now, we've got jurors, yeah. we've got, it has to be up for a certain amount of time.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
7: all of that would have to be reworked. I'm not saying don't right. do it. I'm just saying.
5: Didn't we have it open one time with that, with the John Brown exhibit? I think we did. There was some language. Could we pull, I feel like it was the last year, it the pandemic, we opened it up, and so to like temporary, mm-hmm. video projection or performance okay. limits. So there was the wording about the sculptures, and then there was worry, like we're also opening, um, we're open to these ideas too. But it was the John Brown exhibit. Okay. We made it tied to that, it
4: doesn't have to be. I would say that's appropriate. That's okay. it, would re- it would
7: still have to be read.
4: It would still have to be read. But the, I think, this is Dina I'm on. I think what Marla was saying is that wording has already been drafted, so we would not have to start from scratch. Yeah, it's there, yeah, that'd
7: be great.
4: And this is Dina again. Um, I think that would be a really great thing to do, too, to open it up to more... Um, than just the traditional outdoor sculpture Mm -hmm. to do kind of interactive performance and things like that. So Mm -hmm. I I like that idea if we can get that done.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And if it exists, I'll I'll have it. Either Porter has it and hasn't given that to me yet. He's given me a lot of stuff, but some of those specific things I'm sure still exist and I can get to them. Um, I'm thinking more of a Monday Deadline for some of yeah. this stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just want you to know I'm I'm trying to be as responsive as I can. Um, and we can help too. Like if
5: mm-hmm. you're like, oh, what was that word? I can dig through my stuff and send something yeah. to you too.
7: Because yeah. this is all pretty cut and dried with mm-hmm. with the loan agreement and the, you know all that specific to sculpture. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, once I find that language, I can make sure it reflects throughout um you know and I can also send this to you know if you guys would like to look over it again before it goes live I seems seems totally doable to me I can send it to you all
2: Dean lady Smith so so it sounds like we're, we're talking about potentially, syncing up the the opening of that for applications, this and the community arts grants, which I agree is a good idea because it really makes it one big one big splash instead of a couple different ones. Um, But I I do think that we should look at the calendar and some of the community arts grants, which need to be spent within the calendar year for those organizations, the Outdoor School exhibition Division has like a a, a more specific uh, debut uh, date. Um, So uh, I don't obviously. I don't think that the schedules for the two are going to match up completely. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, you know, if we're going to have the applications open really soon, which I think is great. Um, maybe looking to try and figure out when when those would close and how that correlates to then the actual um, debut event, which which I assume we we would want to have this year. Mm-hmm. We well, couldn't have it this year. It'd have to be. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Uh, By this year I mean yeah.
3: yeah I, it's, the
2: new year. It's they, yeah. Yeah.
3: So this this calendar is saying it opens in May and June. Um, and in May, photos and brochure pre- you know, we can decide when we want this to actually happen if we want to push the actual date back. Um, or if we want to have it to be early early summer, you know, May, June. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So potentially this might still be a viable calendar, except we're opening earlier. December or now would be present call to artists. Um, And he says at the December meeting for review and approval, we can do that at the November meeting if we want to, or we can, no, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Opening call to artists now. He says January receive applications and have the public art committee conduct their review and prioritize pro- proposed projects for review. February in, and in, yeah, in February does that seem doable?
5: Oh, I love it! I love that opening at the end of May. So it's the beginning of mm-hmm. summer. We have a yeah. walking tour. It's in mm-hmm. people's minds, and opening it a little bit early is great for marketing. Yeah. So I think what threw things off in that weird 2021 pandemic year, mm-hmm. it opened at a weird time. Like it was condensed, and that's when we only had three applications. Right. There were three weeks that it was open, so nobody knew about it. Mm-hmm. So I think having three months to strategize and market and get it out to all the familiar people, I think the new people would be amazing.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. I can also make sure those dates are reflected in
4: the, the call to artists yeah. So hey, this is Dina Amont. So if, if we are going to receive applications online and review the applications in January, mm-hmm. just throwing this out there, should we still hold to that December 17th deadline to receive them? Because that seems like kind of a long time to just hold on to them basically a, a whole month. Does that still make sense or yeah, should we? If it's the holidays, it makes sense.
2: Yes. Okay. Smith, yeah. I mean, realistically,
4: okay.
2: Everything grinds to a halt. Mm-hmm.
1: In,
2: in, in my mind, so if we're, if we're talking about having this December 17th date match up for both of them, which again, it's nice to have things uh, yeah. be synchronized. Um, w- my question then is um, knowing that we're going to be meeting potentially January 8th, um, does that mean? When does that uh, suggest that the Outdoor Sculpture Exhibition Public Art Subcommittee would want to meet? Would they want to meet before that January eighth uh, date? Um, and if so, that would mean they would basically have December seventeenth to January eighth to uh, t- to look over those.
1: So it depends
6: on the subcommittee members, right? Yeah, I can pull those up as well.
2: Um, I can just read them off. So the, the Outdoor Sculpture Exhibition and Public Art Subcommittee is myself, Marciana, Tim, and Denise. I, I will say that I, despite the holiday cheer, I will be avail- available too.
0: I won't be available in the first week of January.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Two seven, but. <laughs> I suppose
2: maybe some time in late December and those those subcommittee meetings can be can be they can be shorter than this meeting for sure they can be shorter and they can also be they can be on on zoom Mm -hmm. which makes, makes it a little bit easier
9: hi this is Denise I don't know if I can commit to December um because I have some travel plans and actually they're very tentative at this point but I
2: need to say that upfront, Naomi yeah, Smith. So it seems like there might be a little bit of challenge as far as scheduling the subcommittee meeting. But as I mentioned earlier, subcommittee meetings—you know—we can we can work out some of the details there. Um, I'm just wondering if, if anybody thinks that the trying to get a meeting in somewhere in that range would be too onerous for us to just go ahead and say that the December 17th date also works for to have the applications closed for the outdoor sculpture exhibition or 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 maybe that that would um that would be fine as well.
3: Do you guys feel comfortable
0: That's awful fast? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Whatever.
1: Oh.
3: Yeah. Um yeah, it, no, it is fast. I mean, and looking through this last calendar, I'm I'm glad that we're we're pushing things up. Um, yeah, <laughs>
2: Daniel B. Smith, I'm I'm personally, even though the synchronicity seems seems great, I'm also I, I would be open to not having them per- perfectly synchronized. If we did want to have, um, um, potentially, we could have the, the applications open on the same date, but maybe the outdoor sculpture exhibition submissions wouldn't. Well, wouldn't close until until maybe um, January. That would also potentially allow Cultural Arts Commission members a little bit more flexibility, especially those of us who are on multiple subcommittees, just to to spread things out a little bit. So mm-hmm. I'm curious if anybody has any thoughts. Good with that too. Uh-huh. Or if we moved our retreat to the 22nd, that would give us a bigger window.
0: Sure.
3: January 22nd or December? January.
6: January. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, You could accomplish both goals. You You could leave the applications open to the end of the year. And if we move the retreat to the 22nd, we could still meet before the 22nd easily enough to consider them.
2: Smith, that sounds good to me. Does anybody have any other concerns, just in general, about the, about having the outdoor sculpture exhibitions applications and the community arts grant applications be simultaneous? Is it is it like making our our calendar too offsided Or no, everyone seems pretty good. Okay, it's getting it's getting late. So. Um, so, so what I'm hearing is that people like the idea of, of having the same application window for the, the outdoor sculpture exhibition, which would be uh, October 17th to December 17th. And then the the subcommittee would try and meet at some point between December 17th and potentially January 22nd, which would be our, our slightly later retreat uh, date. Um, so in the interest of time, which I've said many times so far, um, I think it would be really great for us to to actually do a roll call vote specifically on trying to um, amend the, the language so that it is more accepting of non physical sculptural uh, displays, things like performances, um, and, and just a wider array, and possibly uh, taking some language that was used for that John Brown performance. And so. With, with the application window of. Ten seventeen to twelve seventeen. Um, how do how do we feel about that?
7: I feel you're opening something that's going to need a lot
0: of finesse.
7: Um, the John Brown play? Are you talking about the one at the theater? Are you uh, talking so about
5: exhibition? That year we opened up a special art exhibition to also some opportunities. Okay, we want to do an ephemeral arts. That,
7: that, that uh, okay, thing so it's so that was an exhibit, though. Still,
5: yeah, and this would be—it was just part of the exhibit.
7: But I guess my concern is if, and I'm all in favor of, of putting money into performance art, you know that. I I'm just saying that I think a lot of the um, the language that's already in here <laughs> will have to be changed, and can we do that fast enough to get this out in the next week?
5: I think if we look at that call and if it can be modified easily enough, I think it was, I think it was like, here's the sculptural exhibition. And these are the requirements about learning art and, you know, all those logistics. And then there was like a little paragraph. This year we are also accepting ephemeral art. Mm -hmm.
7: (laughs) So would you anticipate, because I think in the budget for the, Sculpture exhibit. There's also a fee for jurors. So would you anticipate that the same jurors that would be judging the sculpture would also be judging?
0: Good question. You know, so that's one. Right. Yeah. Does that have to be resolved before the call? Maybe
5: not. I don't know that as a you know person who does video projection, I would ever expect a juror, you know, to I I work in the environmental plan. maybe it's just for sculpture. Those jurors, you know, to, it seems odd to compare a video projection to. So I don't know. Right, but if
7: we're going to judge the mm-hmm. one, how or what criteria we're going to use for the others?
5: Yeah. Maybe they don't need a, you know, like they're. I don't think we have one. Like when we do that, do that. Yeah, I guess
3: we have to look at that call for that job. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah, it's your <laughs> job. <laughs> yes, I'll hunt it down, and um, I can I can pull a lot of language from that, and uh, I'll reach out to you guys with the answers to some of these questions.
7: <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you know, so, so is is this something we're going to want to get get sorted out? before the 17th, then? That's the and we feel confident that we'll that we'll be able to get a consensus on the new language and 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 move forward with the opening on the 17th. You can we do that via
5: email? was something we have to meet to do or is that something that can be corresponded. <laughs>
2: uh, on my understanding of the rules, which is very loose, is is that we could uh agree to go forward with this course of action um, and have that specific language shared from Abby to the rest of us and make make an allowance essentially that if anybody looks at the final language and says like this is a no-go at that point we would that would necessitate bringing it up we would have to push things back and we'd talk about it further but but if everybody looked at it and had, was was fine it would just it would just go forward. Um, which is a, a, a loose description of emotion um, that, that, that could be made um, so I'm not sure um if anybody has any, anything else they want to discuss around this specific and uh, if not, I would entertain a motion to um to go forward with amending the language to allow for more ephemeral um, uh, exhibitions and things like that to be in the outdoor school exhibition um you know contingent on the fact that we would all look at that language and, and not object. Um, and that also that application window would be uh, simultaneous to the application window for the community arts grants, which would be 10-17 to December 17th. Um, this is Tim, so moved. I right, agree. Thank you, Tim. Uh, do I have a second? This is Dina Amont.
4: Second.
2: All right, great. And I will do a roll call, starting with Marlo. And then Denise? You're muted, but
0: we saw you. Yes, yes.
2: And then Mary? Yes. And then Dina? Approved. Marciana?
4: Approved.
2: Um, Tim? Approved. And myself, I shall also approve another set of actionable steps to move forward. Uh, we have one more program area, which is the Phoenix Awards um, next on the agenda. I don't know if we're gonna have, I guess, yeah, I, I will go ahead and just start off things in the interest of time saying that um, we had talked about making all these simultaneous retreat that was floated. I, I don't know if there's anything we, we need to amend as far as the way the Phoenix Awards are are done. I know that we're, we're going to be looking for um, an artist in this next, for the first leg of the cycle. Um, okay, let me give you some dates. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, this yeah, is the area that
7: I know something. There you go. Go for it. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if we have to spend this money this year, mm-hmm. the first half of it, um, I would propose issuing a call for artists now mm-hmm. and having the deadline be December the second, with a review by the uh, commission at the December fourteenth meeting, and having the artwork uh, due by February the twenty eighth.
3: Wonderful, yeah.
2: yeah we Smith, I, I, that sounds fantastic to me. Okay,
7: now I
2: got a couple. We we have
7: to we have to get on the same page here. We have done this twenty three times, so we can't be saying that this is going to be the 25th anniversary on one page oh, and the yeah. 28th anniversary on another page and i uh, was that was math done by me incorrectly <laughs> so we can... well it's because we've gone to the we're going to a two year thing so actually i think it would be the 24th, 24th. okay yep great okay. Mm-hmm. and then the um somewhere in here it says that the fee for the artists I can't see where it is right now but somewhere it says eighteen hundred dollars and it really should be three thousand
3: so under budget and commission all Mm -hmm. inclusive phoenix award art project budget is three thousand yes
7: for the for the artist and the arts pieces Mm Um, Denise and I had an opportunity to visit a little bit about this because she had some questions about what was happening and about um, some of the verbiage, Mm -hmm. uh, particularly the letter of interest. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if we want to go forward and, and throw this out right now. Um, Otherwise, I I would suggest we have a committee meeting maybe next week. Uh, I mean, I'm, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm fine with, if we just use those dates, you know, I don't know if anybody, you're on the committee.
4: (laughs) I think it's ambitious, but I think that to dates are a little
7: ambitious, but... Well, it depends on when we have to have the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we I have to spend the money spend this year, money that's here. pushing it as far mm-hmm. as we could push I, I, it. Right? I yeah.
3: agree. So that'll be part of my question for finances. If we roll over, what does that mean for
7: okay. the immediacy of having to spend it? Right. So, so at, I was going under the assumption that at least if we had the artists chosen by this group, by December, mm-hmm. it might be possible to get a contract. In which case, the monies would be, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? spent <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, allocated. Yeah,
3: allocated. allocated right. Or, allocated. Or, or the commitment.
7: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Committed. Maybe,
3: maybe, or, yeah. Right. Uh-huh, mm-hmm.
7: uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, that seems so that's logical. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can double check that. On that. That's why sense, I'm yeah. suggesting these yeah. dates, and I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm open for anything else. That, mm-hmm. then it
5: frees up. We've got community arts grants to look at and all this other business happening. So if we can do this in December. yeah, And,
7: and I would also say that one of the biggest challenges that this committee has had the last few years is to find uh, artists mm-hmm. to do this. And particularly artists who can do something that is um, sustainable
1: mm-hmm.
7: so that the, the actual award is something that will last right over mm-hmm. a, a period of time rather than disintegrate. Right. <laughs> because some of them have been a little fragile. And I would encourage something that would be a little more um, suitable for display.
5: Mm-hmm. Does it say that in the guidelines?
9: Um, Hi, this is Denise. It doesn't say it in any, any of the documents that we have. In addition.
2: Absolutely. You know, you know, Smith, yeah, so we, we've had it. We have it, a, a, an, an amendment to the, the guidelines for the past two program areas, so it feels like it feels pretty appropriate that we'd have one here as well. Uh, I'm curious if there's anything else about the, the, the guidelines of the call for artists process that people feel like needs to be adjusted before we, we move forward.
1: Yeah, that's where the budget thing is. Mm-hmm. thing.
5: That
7: Sorry,
5: we'll draft that language. Is that something you wanted to? What line? About the longevity the that we're making. In
0: the um, I just wanted to them all the Right, line.
8: right. <laughs> right. that's something I asked Porter about because I was trying yeah. to get the fountain uh, running on the artwork mm-hmm. over at the. Uh, Mental health facility Bert Nash, got running, and so when I had the discussion with Porter because it's rusting apart, mm-hmm. what is the life expectancy of a sculpture? And his words were 15 to 20 years, mm-hmm. and I'd never thought about what is the life expectancy of that. And so going back and forth with the artist, and I need to follow up with the middle or just to see if there's something we can do to prolong its life. Um, that's a great point. And then I, at the end, of, I present a little bit on aesthetics and bridges, and if you do art over a bridge and the lifespan of a bridge is 70 years, what should be the lifespan? If you do a major art project yeah. over that, what should be a life expectancy? Is it every 15, 20 years you're having to do a major remodel, or
3: mm-hmm.
8: would you bid it out separately?
3: I can get in touch with Porter and ask for what kinds of mediums he would suggest what kinds of, not mediums, but materials? Yeah.
7: I mean, I've got, I've got two examples in my office. So yeah. the, first, um, the first, and they're both beautiful pieces. Mm-hmm. The first piece was by Ron Hinton, and it's a brass um, sculpture on a plaque. Mm. And that was from 23 years ago. And then we have another one that's like a, a shadow box with a cut paper piece that's coming out of it mm-hmm. that is from 2013 or 2014 and it's getting ragged. Mm-hmm. So I think anything that, it, it could be any medium, but if it is a a medium like cut paper or something a little more fragile, it needs to be put in a, in an enclosure that would ensure that it was,
3: mm-hmm. that it would. So maybe the right language is, is using life expectancy um, rather than restricting what kinds of mediums mm-hmm. like I don't know. How and I mean, the what is how agree with
8: that. End of life, what is the expectation? Mm-hmm. An artist is gonna say that art is supposed to be gifted forever and ever. And from the city's point of view, what point of view, it's time for mm-hmm. us to revisit another art project. Yeah. So that's the struggle I've been running into. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. thanks for <laughs>
3: I'm learning.
9: Okay. So, good for a question. Yeah. yeah. But I'm doing. Hi, this is Denise. Um, I do. I mean, I think this is all really good, great ideas and comments. I think it's going to be hard to know, hard to predict how long a work is going to last. However, I think it could, it should be mentioned in the call for artists. So, and I don't know, I think this is a tough one. Because the durability of an artist, it's hard to know. I mean, and I don't think we could legitimately exclude certain mediums. I don't know if we can or not. That's a question for Porter.
7: No, I don't think we need to exclude them. I think we just need to ensure that that they are presented in such a way that they will um, exhibit some stability.
5: I wonder in the applications that. Are- Done applications for art before, and they will say, "Can you talk about this aspect of your art? Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the longevity of the piece?" We'll yeah, just hear the art statement on that.
2: Right, it's
3: opening up this category
5: yeah.
3: that we can then
2: evaluate. Yeah. Yeah, dlb Smith. Yeah, with the the recent tr- new transit center, you know, every all of the artists who who applied for that, you know, the durability of the artwork was was something that was considered, and so I think. I think having it added to the application, uh, to the, um, just just a question in there about about durability, and then it's something that can be can be scrutinized when, when looking at, at the applications, and then potentially something that people can be can be uh, encouraged to to maybe uh, you know um, explore if if we feel like the application is not accounting for longevity as a as a priority.
9: Hi, this is Denise. I agree with Daniel. I think the word durability is important in this instance.
4: This is Dina Amon. And I don't think this has to be too complicated. Like one or two sentences that addresses that I think would totally cover it.
2: Yeah, it'll be Smith. Uh Marla, you, you had you had asked the question of who is gonna author those one or two sentences. Um I I feel, I feel like you're Kind of pressuring Mary to do it, but does anybody actually want 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 to? <laughs> does anybody want to volunteer to author those one or two sentences that's to be added to the application guidelines, um, encouraging people to prioritize durability, um, and then yeah, I'll do it. Okay, <laughs> great, thank you, Mary. And then similar to the the last agenda item, I think that um, you know we ha- currently have an amendment to the the guidelines, and we also have a proposed timeline including the the uh, a potential range for a subcommittee meeting i i know that the subcommittee meeting uh, it was starting out that, that could be sometime in even just in the next few weeks um i, I want want let subcommittee members who does not is not does not include me uh Mary Denise Dina and and Jill i want, I want to, if anybody has strong uh, doubt that they would be able to potentially meet in the next few weeks um we'll put those together now. okay so at, at this point, um, hearing that, I will entertain a motion to potentially um, approve uh, this schedule, pro schedule and also the, the slight amendment of the guidelines uh, contingent on it being emailed to us and us not having uh, great alarm about, about, about the one or two sentences. I, I have confidence your, your, your sentences will be amazing. So Send them to Abby and she can do what she wants with them. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> this is tim i'll make that motion all right great thank you tim do i have a second
9: hi this is denise i second
2: thank you denise we will go through the roll call marlo denise
9: yes i approve
2: uh, mary yes dina
9: approve marciana approve
2: tim approve and i shall also approve um which is the end of our our, our new business agenda that is that is actually the end um we have some old business some of which we've already covered um the first item in old business is setting a date for the January Retreat it sounds like January 22nd is potentially gonna be, work best um we're not gonna we're not gonna nail that down right now um but I think we, we can all maybe move forward with thinking 22nd and then um we'll we'll uh confirm that at, at a future meeting all right. We actually managed to, we were going to discuss it now, but we we talked about it quite a bit earlier. So I don't know if anybody has any other thoughts, but um, if so, as always, tell me to stop talking and I will do so. And the other uh, old business we have is discussing open house educational session, which we also talked about. Um, and then an update on the mural proposal, which we received previously. It was the one we rejected. Uh, Abby, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I, I know that Porter spoke with artists and, and they and they seemed fine with the result and they're not necessarily going to move forward with resubmitting uh in, in the short term do you have anything else you want to add
3: yeah i was just going to mention that he gave the examples of um previous applications that are also the ones listed on our website so if you're curious as to what she has seen um i can send you that link they're already public um and yeah he he mentioned to me that she seemed okay with the outcome um that she doesn't have plans to resubmit at this point but he encouraged her to do so um and and that's all that we know at this point
2: um yeah you mm-hmm. smith i know that uh, people were, were heartened by by the content of that proposal and wanted to make sure that the individual received our our feedback in a positive way um the uh we have um opportunity for committee updates, which seems a little bit unnecessary considering we talk about committees a time. I do want to throw this out there, which is a nice segue into miscellaneous because it's kind of miscellaneous, that I think that um, as Denise mentioned earlier, she represents us on the TGT uh, subcommittee, uh, whatever the formal name for that is. Um, and then in the future, Denise, if, if you ever have any um, updates on, on, on the goings on of that body, we would love to hear them, including right now if you have anything to say, but no pressure.
9: Yes. And actually, I'm not prepared to do that. Um, But we did have a meeting. And we looked at the schedule, you know, the timeline for going through all of the applications. And I don't have the dates in front of me. And I will next time. Or I can send out an email to Abby and let her know.
7: Um, This is Mary. Are those applications open yet?
9: That's a good question. Um, I can't say that right now. I'll have to look at my notes. And you know, I didn't look at my notes before this meeting.
2: Deanie Smith, yeah, I, I obviously I just sprung this on you last minute, but um, I do think in the future we'll just have a, a little. We'll have a, a bullet point on the agenda from now on. Just um, and if you want to send some of that information over to, to Abby and to share out to the rest of us, um, I feel like that that should. Sure. Yes, I'll, I'll do that.
7: Yeah, Denise, if if you could send the. The timeline on that, when they're, when it opens, when they're due, that would be very helpful.
9: Hi, this is Denise again. Sure. I will.
2: Mm-hmm. Great, thank you, Denise. Um, and as I mentioned, that segues us into our miscellaneous category. I realize it's it's late, but this is the section where we talk about whatever we want, and um, most specifically, give any updates on any community art um, or cultural things that you're involved with, anything you've attended, anything you're going to attend in the next month that you want to give a plug for. Um, I saw Dina over at a Van Gogh event, which was very fun. Uh, if everyone's too tired to to talk about community stuff, that's also fine.
4: This Dina Amont. We should probably just do a reminder for the October 21st mm-hmm. opening yes. at the police station. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I plan to attend that. You too. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh.
4: I can send a reminder. I would attend, but
5: we have a wonderful oh. film showing at the <laughs> Art Center that day. So Harald many the-
7: good things.
2: Ooh. I love Harold Amant. One of my
7: favorites. Uh, This is Mary. I just want to say we just closed a couple weekends of seven performances of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, which was a musical uh, about three drag queens traveling across Australia. (laughs) And it was all set to 80s music. And the response from the community was amazing. Mm -hmm. We did not get a single written complaint on that show, which... It's got to be a record for any show. Or well, you will now. <laughs> <laughs> <gonna have> somebody. <laughs> but it was it was really a a joyous celebration, and brought people into the arts who had not been there before, mm-hmm. and was really a, a very special um, event for everyone.
5: Great
2: show. It was beautiful. It was <clears throat> exactly what my soul needed that night. It was just one
5: of the best theater
7: experiences I've had in a are, are, are you still looking to get rid of the the bus? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bus for
2: sale. Okay, if you give me the dimensions, I'll 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 look into it. Sixteen by four. Okay. I'll I'll, me- I'll measure my I've got I have a spot on my roof. I think it'll look great. Um, <laughs> turn into an accessory dwelling unit. your <laughs> Exactly.
6: Yeah.
5: Tiny house. <laughs> Exhibition.
2: Daniel <laughs> um, and did you want to do you want to throw something up
8: there? We something up I didn't know if Abby mentioned it to you. Um August 20th from three to five. We're looking for input on um gateways and locks. Uh, KDOT has been working with the chamber and some other groups. And so now uh, the next step is to engage the unmistakable identity uh community um with KDOT public works to get the feedback on what should the aesthetics of the gateways be. So what they're looking at is 59 or Iowa and the SLT, the bridges. So other communities have like could be a city logo, could be landscaping. There'll be pedestrian uh, bike paths underneath. Um, Is it maybe rotational art pieces every two or three years with pads? Or is it a major art structure like you see at some communities as a gateway? So there's an opportunity to get federal matching dollars with this. So if the city put in say $200,000 on a rework of a major intersection, could we get leverage a million dollars of something? So what we're trying to do from what I can gather is we're trying to get what is the community's input and that's where um, a mistakeable identity and what's more uh, the Arts Commission along with Parks and Rec and everybody else goes, you know, you're more than welcome to come. It's August 20th. The, yes, I'm sorry. Keep yeah. saying August.
0: <laughs> honest, sure. I took a
8: vacation. <laughs> it's uh, October 20th, Thursday, Sports Avenue in Lawrence in the Legacy Room it from 3 to where? 5 p.m. The Legacy Room. So if you go on of Sports go in, if you want oh, to go on okay. And so we'll have a presentation by KDOT. We'll have some of the public engineers, but they're looking for feedback. And what I'd like to do is take that feedback, I'm doing an unmistakable identity presentation November 15th, bring that to the commission so we can start to bring what should the gateways of Lawrence look like, what should the aesthetics, what is landscaping, what is the maintenance, Um, so what gateways are we looking at? I've heard a few mentioned, uh, Sixth Street and SLT is one of them. We're gonna have a major rework at 27th and SLT down by the youth sports complex. Mm-hmm. That's gonna have a pedestrian bridge going over. A lot, of posi- mm-hmm. a lot of possibilities for her. May have another pocket park developed out of that. Would um, you say three o'clock? 3 PM, yes. And I don't think it's gonna take two hours. It depends on how long KDOT presents. Mm-hmm. I do have, uh, I didn't email out the presentation but I have some different pictures if you want to look through it and what they've got in designs. and designs. I'm sure they'll do a lot of the same presentations. Say about that. Oh, I do need to know if you're planning on going, let Abby know. Because if, say, the Arts Commission and you got a quorum there, then it's a public meeting. Not a problem with that, but we do need to let the public know. Which, if that happens, I think it also gets another opportunity for me to reach out to the newspapers and say, "We've got this going on. You're welcome to attend now. It's a public meeting."
0: Mm-hmm. So, I'll, I'll probably that. Yeah, I, I think you. I would too.
8: Mm-hmm. It, it's it's neat.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm going to be out of town that whole weekend. I'm going to miss the, the other art thing too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to miss everything, <laughs> but I'll be somewhere.
8: And, and you know one of the other gateways I think about and you've probably listened or read in the paper about moving to the east with Johnson County and the Panasonic and the developer wanting to come in and you take 23rd Street and K10 I always envision going up that hill is there something that would be iconic for Lawrence as a welcoming sign so you go to Manhattan you might see Manhattan stones what would that be? And I'm sure that's would be an expensive endeavor, no matter what yes, it, it is. <laughs>
3: It'd be nice. That's how I come into town every day. <laughs> I can send a reminder out as well for those two events.
2: DLB Smith, that's great. Yeah, I will definitely I will be RSVPing for that presentation on the twentieth. So, do you want to RSVP or do you just want to take it now?
3: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do these minutes. So, okay. a verbal confirmation is good for now.
8: So we have a forum right it,
2: it sounds like, so like a yeah. forum so that's good we can let public um, all right great so unless there's any other community art miscellaneous uh input we can actually move to adjournment uh oh boy, <laughs> I, w- I will thank all the staff all of you for doing, doing your time listening to me talk uh and uh and and yes uh we um just do a, just do a simple vocal uh uh Okay, I'll get a second for adjourn. Um, and thank you, Mary, for making a motion. This is Tim. My second. Thank you, Tim. And then all in favor say aye. 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 aye.
1: All right.
2: Thank you all so much. Um, yeah, we'll we'll be in touch. I think we got a lot done. It was it was worth it, even though it was exhausting. So.
1: Yeah. Right. Well done, everyone. <laughs> I have a complex cycle.